Hello, fellow HBO boy citizens. We will not be having a Barry podcast this week because James forgot holidays exist. Blame him 100%. This is a bonus episode that we released two weeks ago that we are re-releasing as a bonus unlocked on the main channel for your enjoyment. It is about the Golden Globes 2021. So anyway, here's that episode and my voice, but again, in the past. Okay, say what you just said before, but now, like, the for the second time, like, it's been, like, it was the first time you said it. I understand that Connecticut's been buried in snow this week, twice in a row. Yeah. And so I was going to be on one division with y'all this weekend. In retrospect, listening to it, there's truly no place for me. Perhaps in like a season one retrospective, I can join y'all. But Chad is so knowledgeable and, and you guys are you guys are doing a great job. So I, I, I fucking Uncle Poopy Pants over here is not going to be additive. But I didn't get to watch the episode anyway because... It snowed, which made Sunday night a party because Monday was definitely not going to have work other than, you know, me shoveling, which I shoveled a lot. So, yeah, it was all snowy up in this bitch. Well, there's two episodes of WandaVision this Friday. If you get a chance to watch both, you can join us um, Sunday night if you want. Open invitation. Okay. I haven't watched the last one. I just listened to the podcast about it. I'm pretty sure I got it. (laughs) I got you're one of those people now. I Just didn't know. Yeah, well, we have some of those, and there are my our favorite listeners because they're like, "Yeah, I'll just listen to your voices. I don't even know have to know the TV show." When I tell friends about this, they're like, "Yeah, but I'm not watching Barry." I'm like, "It doesn't fucking Matt. You know what? You're right." Yeah, well, man. I was I was talking to one of our patrons once, and he was like, "Yeah, Westworld season three got so bad that I just stopped watching it, and I just listened to the show like." <laughs> Mm. Hold on, I just ate a whole ginger snap. No, this time you're the one eating on Mike. This is usually the thing. That's kind of my thing. You should yeah, stop. Well, somebody <laughs> got ginger snaps. My bit. Usually I, mm-hmm. I mute you when you're eating. <laughs> Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Uh, Okay, yeah. Well, let's see here. I know that uh, the Croods, the Croods are up for uh, Golden Globe. The crew, like the animated movie, The Croods? Yeah, up for best animated picture. Well, thank God. Okay, from the top. Well, best... well earned. Well, I'm sure it was a hallmark of cinema. From the top, television. Best performance by an actor in a television series. Uh, Don Cheadle, Black Friday. I haven't seen it. Nicholas Holt, The Great. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the trailer. Eugene Levy, Shit's Creek. I should stop reading. He's going to win based on the Emmys. Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. They made that web series into a whole show. And Rami Youssef, Rami. On HBO Plus, but haven't watched it. Honestly, that was boring. But, you know, there's so many fucking categories. I'm, like, trying to scroll down to that one. And I'm, okay, best performance in a best I'm on performance. I'm CNN Entertainment. All right, best performance of an actor in a television series musical. That was the one you were just saying. And I have seen none of these. I can't say anything about it. Yeah, you should watch Shit's Creek. It's really great. I've heard that. I do like Eugene Levy too. Also, I thought I thought Eugene Levy was dead. No, he is alive, kicking. His son is hosting SNL this weekend, and he is also the creator. Both of them are of Shit's Creek. 
uh, yeah, this performance. is this is some some uh, Mandela effect shit. <laughs> Certain <laughs> Eugene Levy died. Okay. Oh, you know what? Eugene Levy didn't die. I'm I'm getting him mixed up with an actor who occupies uh, a very similar space. John Candy. No, John Candy died a million years ago. I know. That's why my voice was the way it was. Who are you thinking of? Fred Willard. There you go. Fred Willard. Who he's is dead. Uh, he's 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 like the other Eugene Levy. He was in Wally. He's dead. Yeah. Sad. Okay, best performance by an actress in a television series. Lily Collins, Emily in Paris, Kelly Cuoco. This the is a musical attendant. comedy, by the way. Yeah. Kelly Cuoco, The Flight Attendant. That's on HBO Plus. Still hadn't seen it. Elle Fanning, The Great. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. I mean, uh, if if Schitt's Creek is in a category and the Golden Globes pick someone else, then they're just spitting in the Emmy's face and the Emmy's are for television. So I'm not sure if there's a whole lot to talk about there again i didn't watch any of these <laughs> here's one here's one for you a lot of these names i'm hearing for the first time okay here's one for you this will have something to talk about here best performance by an actor in a television series drama jason mm-hmm. bateman ozark josh o'connor the crown bob mm-hmm. odenkirk better call saul al pacino hunters and matthew reese for perry mason okay well i know you're a downton abbey guy are you uh the crown guy as well I stopped watching The Crown okay. after the first season. I loved the first season, but I had not kept going. I don't know who Josh O'Connor is or who he plays. Matthew Reese is really good in Perry Mason. I don't know if he's the best performance of the year, but I have nothing to compare him against. I haven't watched literally any of these uh, other than him. Really good. He's not going to win it, though. He's not going to no. win it because cause it's not. it was not like the biggest show of the year. And I think, honestly, having him on there is like them stretching their imagination in the first place. He did a really great job. I don't. He's not going to win. I think he should win. Again, <laughs> I'm not comparing it to the performances of the other four nominees. I, I, don't, I don't know them. Bob Odenkirk is always on this list. He's been on the list every year. And I don't know if he's won or not, which is great. I'm full of information. But if I had to guess, they'd probably give it to Ozark and Jason Bateman, another show that's on the list of everybody says is good and... I should probably watch it. There's no one in that one that I that is the show has anything to do with. Wow, this best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Just the people in it: Brian Cranston, Jeff Daniels, Hugh Grant, Mark Ruffalo, Ethan Hawke. Stacked. Mm-hmm. Goddamn stacked. So Ethan Hawke, really good uh, in the Good Lord Bird. Great, actually. The only other person I, I've only seen Jeff Daniels at the Comey Rule and Ethan Hawke in Good Lord Bird. Here's the thing: uh, I was gonna do the Comey Rule uh, recap and review with my brother, who's like a politico who hates. Sorry to say, Ryan hates like Aaron Storkin style political dramas. So I was gonna That's force fine. him to watch the I'm Comey not Rule and, and talk about it. People um, are allowed to and, be wrong. And um, <laughs> we watched uh, the Comey Rule, and he got like 15 minutes into it. He's like, "I I can't do it. I'm sorry." I can't do it. I hate this. I hate this. Like, oh, <laughs> Jeff Daniels and the Comey Rule. Nothing special. Aww. Nothing special about that at all. Hot takes. He might win the award just because it's fucking Hollywood, and they're like, you know, Orange Man bad. Comey Rule. Let's let. We can't give an award to the actual James Comey, so let's give it to Jeff Daniels. I'd love to talk about the Comey Rule sometime because, like. James Comey uh, sucks. Sure, <laughs> it's like sure. Uh, I, I I put a lot of the blame for the Trump administration, like Trump winning, on him, 
and then this 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 two parter about him is he's gonna try to basically justify all the shitty choices that he made leading up to the 2016 election. But um, yeah, Jeff Daniels' performance, nothing special. Not doing anything incredible in that. How's the prop Betty brothers coming along? Yeah, that that uh, that's still being workshopped. Okay. <laughs> uh, nobody likes the name but me. <laughs> what? And by nobody, do you mean Dave? Yeah. Got it. I love that goddamn name. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead. We didn't watch the Undoing. We we specifically decided not to watch the Undoing, so we don't know about how you grant. But I'm I, so I say this category. You you haven't seen any of these, right? Uh, I've, I've seen males? two of them for the limited series. I'm gonna say it goes to Ethan Hawke in the Good Lord Bird because it was really good. Beat the shit out of the Comey rule. I'll tell you that much. Oh, is the Mark Ruffalo one the one where he plays the twins? I think I saw that. Yeah, I saw that one, and he was good. I gave it to Mark Ruffalo just because I have no further information on the subject. Fantastic. I am going to skip to best television series drama. The oh, yeah, Crown. I got something to say about this. Okay. Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratched. Ratched okay. being the uh, Sarah Paulson vehicle about the one flew over the cuckoo's nest nurse right fire. oh that's what that is right yeah. now i remember okay i completely forgot that existed until you just explained it ozark is my dad's favorite show on tv our mutual friend andrew also says it's a really great show I haven't watched it i don't know anything about it really i've never uh, heard the... anyone say anything negative about it i've heard that this season of the crown has been kind of hit and miss we watch Lovecraft Lovecraft country, country. And The Mandalorian do not belong on this list. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You don't think it's a drama? No, they're just not good enough. Wow. Not in a year where, like, some really good TV happened should Lovecraft Country or The Mandalorian be on this list. I think Lovecraft, I would agree with you as, you know, I, I would put Perry Mason on this list faster than I would Lovecraft, but... Second season Mandalorian is really up in the air. I think you're what you just said is a hot take, but not really. I think it's a warm mm. take. Uh, the first season of The Mandalorian, I think, deserved to be on this list. But I would agree with you. I think second season Mandalorian jumped the shark towards the end there. It, it was still one of my favorite shows of the year. It's just uh, the ending is really stuck in my craw. Yeah, I would say, um, honestly, like, in my opinion, at least, Perry Mason should be on this list. Lovecraft Country, pretty good. Not the best show of the year. Like, some good episodes in there. Not not enough to call it the best TV show of 2020 by any stretch of the imagination, at least in my opinion. And then, yeah, as you were just saying, Mandalorian, solid throughout. Solid B+, but, like, nothing special not even as good as season one like definitely it, not. it was just a, it was just a good pop culture show like i enjoyed it a lot it, it's not something that i feel like i want to go back and rewatch at any point no a bit game of thrones season eight for me same thing mm -hmm. i got it understood yeah i uh i i, I would say i don't have a, a horse in this race but i, I would think probably ozark will win I'm going to skip down to film. Okay. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. Hamilton's here. Lol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just trying to desperately get Lin-Manuel Miranda that EGOT. Is the, is the Golden Globes part of the EGOT? No. The G is for Grammy. <laughs> they should be. 
It's, it's two G's. E, it's a got, really. Uh, again here, I don't, I've never heard of music, never heard of Palm Springs, never heard of The Prom. If I'm going between Hamilton or Borat 2, those are both excellent choices as far as I'm concerned. I think that Borat probably has an edge for the same thing of, like, it's Hollywood and they hate Trump, and so they'll love to put up the movie where he made fun of Trump and Pence and, uh, uh, Nosferatu, New York Bearman. I forgot his name. Giuliani. Giuliani, um, yeah. So quick you forget. But gotta give it to Hamilton in the end here. I think they'll take it away. As do I. I think Hamilton they will just, win this. People love to give awards to Hamilton. They really do. Palm Springs is the Andy Samberg, Kristen Milotti stuck in the same day over and over, going to the same wedding every day over and over movie that I believe is on Netflix. I might be wrong, but I think it's on Netflix. I watched it. It's great. I like it a lot. Kristen Milotti, if she is not nominated for, and I don't think I saw her there, musical or comedy best actress, um, it's a snub, and she absolutely deserved it. So I, out of all of these, I wouldn't give it to Hamilton. I don't, uh, it makes me feel weird that it's here. The, the stage play, just filmed very nicely, is a best motion picture, musical or comedy. It's a literal musical. Uh, I would give these to Palm Springs, but Hamilton just loves getting awards. I would 100% agree with you. Best motion picture drama. The Father. Haven't seen. What is it, dude? What is that? So many films got snubbed from this category. It's ridiculous. Mank is the new David Fincher film. Mank is the only one I've heard of. I've never heard of The Father, No Man Land, or Promising Young Woman. The Trial of Chicago 7 sucked. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, uh, as a uh, Aaron Sorkin dick sucker, I Mm -hmm. did enjoy The Trial of Chicago 7 very much. Promising Young Woman, though, I watched last night. And it is... It had an ending I didn't see coming at all. It truly surprised me. I want it to win this award. Carrie Mulligan in it is great. Bo Burnham is the co-star to her. And it's like... The term subverting expectations is gross. I hate it so much. But it is applicable to Promising Young Woman. And people should watch that goddamn movie. Just because like... At the end of it, you I have I felt a way at the end of that movie that I've never felt at the end of a movie, which is like, was that not was that good, but was like, do I feel good? I don't know if I feel good. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't like the trial of Chicago Seven because I I was like in college, I I read the book about the trial of Chicago Seven. I read Abby Hoffman's book too. I thought that this whole drama surrounding the DNC and like this big try it was so interesting and it's just insane how much Aaron Sorkin got wrong or did like revisionist history to give it like a hollywood like like you know a happy lib ending and just like an insane amount of shit that he changed and 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 and, and like for the worse i would say in order to push like the Aaron Sorkin kind of like you know in the end it's a great country and we all just want the best for it, like narrative, um, which I don't mm. think is the takeaway of the trial of the Chicago 7, but he made it that takeaway. 
knowing nothing about it sure did help enjoying it. I will I will say that. <laughs> uh, I won't go into too many details, but you can find people discussing it. I'm sure I haven't watched any of these, but I bet there's a lot of things on YouTube discussing like all the shit that he changed, all the shit that he got wrong. Oh yeah. I I will say um of the movies that got snubbed from this list, I really loved on Netflix The Devil All the Time. It's an amazing film with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson and Bill Skarsgård, and it was so good, and they completely fucking blew a lot of these other movies out of the water and absolutely snubbed. Very disappointing about that. Did you see The Devil All the Time? I have not. It felt like a in-between Marvel and vampire movies award bait movie, but apparently it wasn't because it didn't get nominated here, although it also feels like, you know, some media i've read what it's about so i it's do it's a, it's a tragedy it. porn movie oh uh, well i like you know speaking of uh, we already went past tv and perhaps mm-hmm. it was too late in the year already but bridgerton on netflix should have gotten nominated for goddamn everything i mean it's pulp in every sense of the word pulp but goddamn mm-hmm. i love that show it's not, it's not a show I was supposed to like, but I did very much. Drama movie that didn't get nominated. My memory is so shit. Well, I think it's like a lot didn't come out this year, you know? Well, you but know like, what? The um, Five Bloods, also really, really good movie. Uh, I think on Netflix as well. Completely snubbed. You know, I was listening to WandaVision with you and Chad, and Chad was just, like, rattling off things that's happened in the Marvel Universe, and I was like, I've seen these movies. I've seen all of these movies. God, I don't remember any other shit. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The thing is, like, the Golden Globes is, at the same time, like, more inclusive but also like a bit more baffling in their decisions than the oscars like they'll sneak in a lot of crowd pleasers but then they'll just put in shit that absolutely doesn't deserve it at all another really amazing movie um the vast of night on amazon prime was like a period piece uh like kind of a mystery drama really good also like probably should have won some awards but i don't know again like it seems like to get a Golden Globe, you need to be a certain level of famous. And and if the movie didn't get a lot of, like, you know, people aren't tweeting about it, it's not going to get a Golden Globe. Another one, Charlie Kaufman's latest film, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, one of the best films I've seen in years. Probably up there for my best film of 2020. Completely snubbed here. Hopefully you know, the, some of these movies will get some redemption at the Oscars. Tenant didn't get anything, by the way. Remember Tenet? Uh, was Tenet any good? <laughs> I heard it was bad. No, I liked it. I, okay. I, it's it's a it's a second to third watch kind of thing. And if you don't like Nolan being up his own asshole, which he is in most of his movies, then you're not gonna like it. But I mean, I like I like most of his movies. So yeah. Uh, um, so I've I've read through the rest of these. They're not all that interesting. The Crudes, obviously. The Crudes should be win, the big yeah. winner over Onward and Soul. Uh, I, uh, over the Wolf, Wa- for animated, I'm going to say Wolfwalkers will probably take it. I haven't seen Wolfwalkers. I really liked Over the Moon, but it's not, you know, it's not, didn't blow me away. Did you, did you see Onward? I didn't see Onward. I heard it was bad. I disagree. Did you see Soul? I did not see Soul. I heard it was good. I 
Light Onward More Than Soul. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I remember you were like a big jazz guy back in the day. I, so I, I thought did Soul play would be it. like your kind of movie. Yeah. It, it, it's less the music. I do love jazz. I played jazz drums for years and years. But it's more like Soul is a sister film of Inside Out. Like mm-hmm. they, someone watched Inside Out and was like, "What if this was about a black guy who loved jazz?" And then they made Soul. So, and Tina Fey was great in it, but uh, Onward with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt is basically D and D. Like they're the they worked with uh, West Coast on it. There's a giant green blob in it. One of the first level D and D characters that many people face when they're young chillins. So like. I don't know. For anyone who likes D&D, Onward is a great, great movie. So, uh, just a great movie to be like, "Ah, I know that. I've played that game. So, yeah. I mean, to wrap up the discussion on the Golden Globes, there is not a single category that I'm at all excited about. I haven't seen or I haven't didn't like see most of this shit. And uh, if Matthew Rice wins Best Actor, that'll be something. I'll be interested in that. Otherwise, uh, I'm checked out already. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think Westworld Season 3 was available to be nominated for this. And they rightfully they rightfully left it out. Uh, although, was Watchmen last year for a limited series? It was, that right? Was 20, that was 2019, yeah. yeah. And it won a, won a bunch of awards. Yeah, it won everything. Westworld Season 3, bad across the board. Uh, music was okay. But not really yeah. any good performances, not not any good writing. You know, award season acting. next year is going to be interesting. It's going to have a lot of Marvel in it. It's going to mm-hmm. have a lot of Star Wars in it. I don't know if they're going to be nominated, but I mean, you're going to have Loki, Hawkeye, WandaVision that's on right now that that a lot of people are enjoying, including you and Chad over on the WandaVision podcast that's through the HBO boys and you can go and download and listen to right now. Uh, and it, you're you're also going to get by that time what the Boba Fett show, right? You're going to mm-hmm. it's just going to be a lot of Disney up in this shit. You know, I'm looking forward to the Razzies this year. That's not until yeah. April, but I'm I'm looking forward to what's on there. <sighs> Me too. I hope I hope Westworld yeah is up there. <laughs> it's gonna be. They're gonna. It's gonna be Aaron Paul's wig is gonna win the Razzie. Oh yeah, Aaron Paul probably should get worst actor uh, in a TV series. But no, I'm sure maybe not. He should get the nomination at least. It's it's nice enough to be. Nominated. It's nice to be nominated. You're right. <laughs> okay, let's do season one, episode four of Barry. All right, let's start the show. Okay. How to dream, cowboys? <laughs> 